Yo! Welcome back. Nothing Important Podcast. Another day, another episode. Today, I got something to talk to you guys about. I got something to talk to you guys about. This is not going to be a ha-ha-hee-hee episode. That's not what we on. I do appreciate everybody tuning in. If you are tuning in for comedy, continue listening. There will be more episodes. They will be funny. Today, I have something to talk about that I'm pretty passionate about. That I'm pretty passionate about. Let's break it down. I am from New York City. I grew up in a neighborhood called East Harlem, New York. And when I was growing up, I was the target of systemic racism. I'm a Puerto Rican man. I was a Puerto Rican young man. I've never been a criminal. I don't got a rap sheet. My family come from that, though. My stepfather, he was a fat baby. He sold crack. He did five states, seven federal. I know about all that shit. I got a lot of family that were crackheads because of the crack epidemic in the 80s. I know about all that shit. I avoided it. I was not a criminal. And yet and still, I was a target of a plan that was implemented in a city that was allegedly Democrat. Now, if anybody knows the difference between Democrats and Republicans, probably the biggest stereotype is that Republicans are all racist white people and Democrats are progressive people. And the truth is, as we're going to break down through this episode is that they're both old racist white people. We got to get over this illusion because of a color, red or blue, or Democrat or Republican, uh, left-leaning, right-leaning, conservative, liberal. All that shit means nothing. The people who are the actual politicians in mass are old white people. If they was racist 20 years, 30 years, 40 years ago, that, 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 it's not like that just goes away. It's not like you could just wash that off in the shower. It's not like there was a new hashtag on Twitter and all of a sudden somebody got a fucking revelation. That's not how that works. So that's the first thing I want to establish. I am from an impoverished neighborhood who was a target because of laws like stop and frisk. Where I had never committed a crime in my childhood, but I still know what it's like to sleep in the central bookings over the weekend. I still know what it's like with handcuffs on my wrist. And being put in a holding cell and told you're going to go to court and a day pass and another day pass and another day pass. And I go to the judge and they're like, why are you here? And I get to go home all of a sudden. Multiple times I know what that's like. That is systemic racism. And allegedly, allegedly the politicians of modern day in New York City had it on their heart to make up for that heinous, racist, systemic action that they put into place through various bills as I was growing up in New York City, they wanted to make up for that. They wanted to make up for that with something called bail reform. Let me let me read off what bail reform means very briefly to you guys. Bail reform is basically, it eliminates money bail and pre-trial detention in nearly all misdemeanor or non-violent felony cases. Now, the reason that this came about, there were protests, there were civil activists in New York, there were groups in mass that were talking out against the systemic injustice that exists in New York City because people were getting locked up for no reason. They were getting targeted. Uh, There was a lot of racist police officers. And apparently the politicians found in their heart and their answer was not Okay, we're going to stop crime in poverty-stricken areas by investing 
into those neighborhoods, giving them programs, giving them better education, giving them opportunities, taking kids off the street, literally bettering their living conditions, giving them more humanity, giving them more opportunity. That's not the answer. The answer that they have now, and this is what's going on in New York. If I'm a young man and I'm misguided and I got a 22 in my, my, on my hip and the cops catch me and the 22 is loaded and I had intention as a dumb young man to go and point that 22 at somebody and shoot them in their fucking head, they take me in and I get out the next day. And apparently to these allegedly progressive democratic politicians, that makes up for everything. We all good. Wash my hands of it. We all good. I want people to realize, and maybe people won't realize, maybe this is something that is very clear to me just because of my childhood, because of the things that happened to me in my lifetime. But I don't see the, 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 the bullshit. I don't see the bullshit. I see the reality. I don't see the illusion. I don't see the, the Democrat, Republican shit. These are all old white people. They think they're better than other people. And so the racism never stops. It just gets refined. It gets refined. You trying to tell me that you care about me as a, a poor young ethnic person in a certain community. You care about me, the people who are the working class of the greatest city in the fucking country. The people that make that city go round. You care about them and you letting people who have intent to do murderous things out the next day. It's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. It's game. It is game. And it's patronizing. It is patronizing. It's people who say, oh, you're mad because we locked you up and we gave you 80 years for some fucking weed in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Instead of letting those people out, this is what I'll do for you. When a kid is walking around with a gun, he gets out the next day, he can go get another gun and shoot somebody. He can, he can finish what he started. He can finish what he started. And that's what's happening in New York City. I'm on all types of internet websites. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Reddit. I'm on Instagram. All you see out of New York City is insanity. It is insanity. There is no law and order. For every, anybody that came from the hood, we do have some type of trigger when we think about police, when we think about law, because we were victimized. So I understand that. But as an adult, hopefully you've matured to understand that a society cannot go round healthily if there is no law and order. Um, excuse me. Unfortunately, when we was growing up, that law and order was directed at us. Now they just don't give a fuck. They're not doing shit. It's racism. It is racism. This does not affect the Upper East Side. This is not affecting the West Village. This is not affecting Chelsea, New York. This is not a, affecting South Street Seaport. This is affecting Harlem. It's affecting the Bronx. It's affecting Brooklyn. It's affecting the hoods of Queens. And it's always the same fucking way. I get, I get frustrated but I can't get angry at the enemy because I know they're despicable. I already know they're heinous. I already know they're racist. I know they're petty. I know they're just full of hatred. They're just old, depressed white people. So I don't, I don't get emotionally charged from them. I just peep the game. I get angry at people who fall into the tricks of believing that if they vote, even if it's like small office, if they go and they stand in the fucking line, that that means anything. They're just running game. 
If they cared about these communities, they would invest. They wouldn't use dollars to give to the fucking NYPD. They wouldn't get, use dollars to give to investigation units. They wouldn't give dollars to all this shit. You understand how much money is going into housing people in jails and sending them out all that paperwork or employing the officers? That's millions and millions and millions of fucking dollars. All the money in lobbying and politics and getting those particular people who are going to supposedly make change because either they're ethnic or they believe in ethnic rights or they're progressive and getting these people there, they lobby and raise all that fucking money. It's millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. You could just take that money and put that in the fucking hood. You could just take that money and put it in the fucking hood and literally cure poverty. It is not the intention for them to help. You got to make it clear in your fucking brain. It is not the intention for them to help us. It is the intention for them to hurt us. This country has done nothing but use false claims of waging wars on concepts, on words. I'm going to wage a war on crime. They talk about black and Spanish people. I'm going to wage a war on drugs after I inserted crack cocaine into the neighborhoods that black and Spanish people live in. They're talking about us. They're not waging wars on words. They're waging war on us. And this is the same fucking thing. The greatest city in the world and all you have for people who have violent offenses that get locked up for one night with a fucking pistol is for them, you know, a pat on the shoulder and, and hey, be better. Be better tomorrow. And we wonder why this shit is going on. I see horrible fucking things. One of my best friends, his father was a taxi driver, hardworking family man, honorable, moral. He had character. He was a grown fucking man. He let his nuts hang and he took care of his fucking children. He wasn't fucking around with no bullshit. He was a taxi driver in New York. And thank God he moved back to DR. He in the Dominican Republic right now. And that makes me feel a level of comfort, but it also kind of scares the shit out of me because I just saw this video where these kids try to hop a fare. They was in a taxi. They didn't want to pay the taxi driver and they beat him to death. But this is what happens when these misdemeanors and these gun charges and people stealing vehicles when they just get a little slap on the wrist and they get to get out, then the real motherfuckers, the real criminals look at that and they say, yo, I'm walling. There's no reason for me to fucking follow any rules. There are no rules. And who's responsible? The people who come up in these communities that they destroyed? They destroyed these communities. They destroyed these families. They destroyed the psyche of generations of people. Are those children responsible? Or the people who call themselves intelligent politicians, that they go and they fucking dress up and they go into the rooms with beautiful velvet carpet and they sit down for fucking five hours and smell each other's fucking farts. Aren't those people supposed to be held at a higher standard? But what are they doing? More racist games. More racist games. This was brought to my attention by a close friend of mine. And he brought up a politician's name. And I'll just, you know, I'll let you guys do the homework. If you're from the hood, this is not, this is not a revelation. If you're from New York, if you live in New York City right now, you see how that shit is getting torn apart. This is not something that is blowing your mind. I'm just talking about something that I see that's wrong because I tell the truth. I don't mind telling the truth. The politician that he brought up to my attention, who I don't, I don't know if she's directly linked to the 2019 um, New York bail reform. Bail reform, once again, just meaning... 
It eliminates money bail, pretrial uh, detention in misdemeanor crimes, nonviolent felony cases, uh, felony cases. So somebody got a gun, somebody got bullets, somebody got a knife, or there was about to be some shit that went down and the cops intervened right before, they get a slap on the wrist. Somebody stole a car, they're in a stolen vehicle, they get a slap on the wrist. That type of shit. You know what I mean? You, you would think that promotes people saying, oh, I just got to spend one night in jail. I'm coming the fuck out and I'm doing it again. You would think, but apparently these people don't understand what the fuck is going on. But the politician's name that he referenced, her name was Kaylee Hochul. Or Kathy Hochul, excuse me. So you could look her up. You could look up the 2019 New York bail reform. You could look up the statistics since 2019 and see how that shit is done for, for my city. You can look that up. You can see that crime in the particular neighborhoods of Harlem and the South Bronx and certain neighborhoods in Brooklyn and certain neighborhoods in Queens, which are synonymous for uh, a population that is mostly ethnic, particularly black and Hispanic, Caribbean, black and Hispanic. The murder rate going up. The crimes going up, the gun charges, the shootings, the gang wars, all that shit goes up. So are they helping us? No, they're not helping us. Get your head out your ass. This Democrat Republican shit is bullshit. It is bullshit. I want people to think ahead as well and understand it's not only just, you know, vitriol and racism and that's a big part of it, but it's a money game. You got to really think about why they do this to neighborhoods. Neighborhoods that are um, being eyed by developers, like if China wants to come over and build some shit in New York City in a, in a neighborhood and they say, oh, Harlem is cool for this because it's, it's a little cheaper than getting on Madison Ave or, or Fifth Ave downtown, right? When something is looking to be purchased, all of a sudden, all the bills, all the legislation, all of a sudden cleans up those neighborhoods. And it's with an intention of cleaning up for another class of people to move in. That's called gentrification. Right now, New York City is going through the opposite of that. Everybody left New York. The money's leaving. All the rich people is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Everybody's getting punched and thrown on the train tracks. They're getting the fuck out of the city. So it's just the native New Yorkers are there. And so what they're doing is they're destroying the city, in my opinion, as a money play. You know? You let people fuck each other up. It puts the prices down incredibly. And then when developers buy in the next five to 10 years, then the new tenants come in. And then you'll see all of a sudden everything's fixed. This is systemic racism. This is brutal, racist capitalism. That's my opinion about it. You can give me your opinion. You can write me on my email. You know, if you're one of my boys, you could text me. Um, you can respond. I'm going to post this on my Instagram. Please make sure to follow the Nothing Important podcast on Instagram on Twitter, anywhere you're listening to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can go and follow me, rate, and uh, try to give me five stars if you're really fucking what I'm saying, man. Just make that little button push with your thumb, and I appreciate you. I do appreciate you. For everybody that has been donating, please continue to donate. I am coming out with exclusive content. Exclusive content are going to be tips, tricks from my personal bag of experience. I've been working in sales for years. I have a very deep bag of understanding as it pertains to psychological things and uh, persuasive techniques and self-motivation and getting yourself out of a hole. If you didn't just hear the rest of the podcast, I come from a lot of bullshit and I made it out, ladies and gentlemen. Thank God um, and thank myself 
And so I'm going to be letting go some of that content. It's going to be for exclusive subscribers. You will get more information on that coming up. Everybody, thank you for listening. Please go research this. Um, If anybody is really stuck on this binary game of politics, Democrat versus Republican, just pay attention to the actual person who's presenting you that information. And typically, the guy behind it all is just an old white person, man. It was raised by racist people. Those racist people was raised by racist people. We got to just wait till they die or we got to fucking figure something out. More later. More later. I'll, I'll talk about this more later. Thank you, guys.